Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike, dancing in my Instagram stories, or cuddled up with wine watching The Real Housewives. Please know that this show could include a well-placed F-bomb here or there. Let's get started. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I am here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun with social media. Welcome to episode three, and this is a very special episode because it is my very first guest interview episode for the podcast, and our guest is really, really amazing. Her name is Erin Segreto. She's the managing editor of cathedralsandcafes.com, and she is just this really intelligent, um, this intelligent woman with a creative mind, beautiful ideas that she shares on her lifestyle blog and uses Instagram as a huge way of, of branding her, her blog and and keeping that solid brand getting out there to her audiences. So she's going to talk with us all about using Instagram for keeping that brand solid. And she really shares like honestly, a lot of really detailed insight of her journey and things she's learned along the way. Um, this is not a vague interview. You really are going to get a lot of details. So if you are a blogger or even if you are just a creative of another type and you really want some detailed um, insight as to what someone else has maybe gone through and learned over, um, over the years, um, this is the interview for you to listen to for, for real. You're going to get a lot out of this. And when you check out her, her Instagram, you're going to love it. It's just absolutely beautiful. And she's such a smart, sweet girl. And, um, it was so fun talking to her and I'm so thankful for it. Um, so oh, speaking of being thankful, it's almost Thanksgiving 2019. So I wanted to mention that. And I wanted to say that I am extra thankful this year because of this podcast. It's just recently launched and I'm just so thankful to have this opportunity. I have wanted to have a podcast for years and life is just busy and wild and crazy. So it just kind of sat there on the back burner. And, um, when the opportunity came to me, like, yes, (laughs) let's do this. And I'm so glad that I did. It's already been so much fun and there's so much more coming up. You guys, I've already recorded some other interviews with incredible people. There's just so much cool stuff going on with the Social Sunshine Podcast. So I just wanted to say I'm super thankful for this opportunity and I'm thankful for you listening. I hope that you're ready for Thanksgiving. Like what's your thing? See, like my thing is definitely mashed potatoes and gravy and it's a specific type um, that my stepmom makes. And I just like, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Like it's, it's the thing that I will eat until I'm just so crazy full. Right. Don't we all have those things that we'll just like eat the hell out of it (laughs) because we just love it so much. And I don't really eat mashed potatoes and gravy tons throughout the year because I mean, come on. Like I don't want to be sitting around peeling potatoes. So (laughs) I, um, it's a special treat and I got to have lots of gravy. I mean, I'm talking like a shitload of gravy (laughs) and 
Um, I love me some wine. Of course, y'all know I'm obsessed with wine. So we definitely need to have some red wine for Thanksgiving. Like I would say some Pinot Noir, if you want a suggestion, that's a really great Thanksgiving wine, a really great fall wine. And, uh, and of course you gotta have pie. So I hope that you have some fun plans, something, something enjoyable, something special that you're going to get to do to be able to give thanks for what you have and for your life. It's just, it's just one of my most favorite times of year. So anyway, I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And I hope you have a super happy Thanksgiving. Let's go ahead and get started on this awesome interview with Aaron Segreto, the managing editor of cathedralsandcafes.com. Enjoy. Okay, you guys, I am happy to have the lovely Erin Segreta, who is the managing editor of cathedralsandcafes.com, a stylishly unscripted destination for all things travel, fashion, and beauty. Erin lives in San Antonio, Texas with her two adorable Labrador retrievers, Bella and Lola, and her husband, Paul. And we just so happen to have known each other since we were little children because we grew up in the same hometown and we found each other again. Where? On Instagram. (laughs) it's such a small world (laughs) so much thank you thank you thank you so much for taking the time and putting forth the effort to be here with me it's seriously important and I really really love everything that you do you know that I'm always you guys if you follow me on Instagram I'm always like reposting her stuff and my stories and because I just think that Erin is so smart and has honestly impeccable taste and we kind of have similar taste so (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, no, I really, I appreciate you being here. So thank you. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm honored when you asked me if I would want to be a guest. I was like, oh my gosh, of course. I've, I've never been on a podcast before. So yeah. And uh, why not start with Brittany's? Cause you know, it's going to be the best. So. <laughs> uh, okay. So let's get started. So first of all, just, um, if you don't mind, just kind of telling the listeners, uh, when, when you started your blog, uh, cathedralsandcafes.com and, and why, like what inspired it? Where, how did it all come about? Well, I actually started it, um, about two years ago and it kind of started as just a creative outlet for me. I was at a place professionally where I wasn't really hundred percent happy with what I was doing. Um, my job had become kind of just a job, um, you know, get up, go to work, wash, rinse, repeat day after day. And I kind of felt like I lost a little bit of that creative outlet, that creative space that I've always needed in my life. And so I was kind of, you know, toying with the idea of maybe blogging. I had blogged previously, um, in another position that I held for many years and I had done that sort of professionally and I really enjoyed blogging. I loved the aspect of running the site and, um, you know, coming up with content. And it was actually my husband who said, well, why don't you just do that again? But instead of doing it professionally, why don't you do it, you know, for you and, and post things that you actually are interested in or want to talk about. And, um, the first thing that came to mind was travel because we're huge travelers. Um, so actually cathedrals and cafes kind of started with the idea of being, um, a travel blog or like a travel, travel log or travel diary. Um, so I was sharing all kinds of stuff like, you know, travel tips, city guides, what to wear here, um, what not to pack, um, how I survive terrible long flights, uh, just all of that kind of stuff. And what ended up happening was, um, I discovered I had readers. People were actually reading this stuff. You know, when you start doing it, you're like, 
hello, I don't know if anyone's out there. (laughs) And you just kind of feel like you're all by yourself. And, um, I started getting some comments on the blog and some people that would pop by on the Instagram that I had started for it too. And so, um, what I was noticing was people were, they were kind of into it. They're into everything. They love the travel stuff, obviously. Um, but they were asking other questions that were sort of lifestyle related and anything that I would post that was more of a, of a style question or, um, an entertaining, uh, you know, idea. <laughs> and they were reacting to that. They were engaging with that. And that kind of made me feel good. Cause that's all kinds of stuff I like to talk about too. So it ended up morphing a little bit into, um, a lifestyle site, um, with travel as, as a big focus, but there's also, um, personal style. There's, um, you know, beauty, uh, content on there. So it's kind of, morphed in a little bit, um, over the years, but, but yeah, it started off just as a creative outlet for me. Um, I was doing it kind of just for myself. And, um, this past, I guess, April of this year, uh, I transitioned away from my job and am now running cathedralsandcafes.com full time. So I was very fortunate to be able to do that. That's like a huge uh, thing in the, in the creative world, being able to, to jump to that entrepreneurial life. So, um, yeah, so now I do that all the time. Now I'm, I'm, I am wearing all the hats for cathedrals and cafes. I know I'm the managing editor, but basically that means I'm doing it all. I'm, I'm creating the content. I am, uh, shooting a lot of the photography. I do get a little bit of help where that's concerned, but I'm doing the editing and the proofing and all of the backend stuff that goes with running a website too. So it's just, it's a lot, but it's, it's awesome. I mean, I can't, I can't say that I have any regrets doing it. That is so awesome. Well, so thanks to your husband for uh, giving you that little nudge you needed, right? But, right, but I know. Credit. We'll give him a little credit at the beginning, and then you. Yeah, I, yeah, he can get a little bit of the credit. I, I think I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay, cool. That's awesome. Well, okay, so let's let's start to talk a little bit more about how Instagram plays a role in it. So, because clearly your Instagram, <clears throat> excuse me, you guys, is amazing. Um, she's at Cathedrals and Cafes. Um, you guys, and, and we'll, we'll give you all that information again at the end. But, um, so I want to know like when, not necessarily a date, but kind of when you really started amping up the, um, Instagram for, to kind of promote your blog and use it as part of the process and like, um, like why, maybe why you chose Instagram. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming it's, it's, you know, it's photo based, right? So that makes sense. Um, but yeah, talk about how big of a role it's played in like, in the, in the whole scheme of things? Well, when Instagram first came around many years ago, I was actually like one of the first, like early adopters of it. I jumped on it immediately just because photography has always been an interest of mine just as a hobby. I mean, I like taking pictures. I like looking at really cool shots. And so I think my first Instagram post ever, I was looking at it just the other day was in 2011, um, which I think was right after the platform kind of launched. And I just remember I had friends and family that were like, Instagram, like, what is that? Um, (laughs) I mean, we had like early iPhones, you know, apps were nowhere near what they are now, as far as just the vast number of them that were doing all these things. So it was kind of like, So it's just a fancy filter for your iPhone camera and it just keeps photos. I mean, people were really kind of like, "Uh, huh? And um, I kept saying like, oh my God, it's so cool. You know, you can follow me and I'll follow you and I'll see all of your pictures. And I liked it so much better than 
then I was, I mean, I was on Twitter back then too, which I still am now, but like, I liked it as an alternative, honestly, to Facebook because it was so graphically driven. It was so much about the photographs and and the photography and that creative side and less about, you know, this long post about what somebody's doing, uh, which you can obviously do. You can put it in captions and you can, you can be really descriptive about your photos, but it was just so different at the time from anything else that was out there. Um, so as a personal user of Instagram, I've been on it for, uh, since the beginning. Um, and don't ask me how I found it. I really don't remember. I, I think I was probably looking for camera filters in the app store and came across it. Um, so I've been using it for a long time as a, just as an individual. And so I knew when I started, um, cathedralsandcafes.com that I was going to have to have an Instagram for it. Um, everything that I had read and of course every other website or blog or blogger that I had followed up until I started my own, they had an Instagram. It seemed like it was kind of the big three, right? You, you've got to have an Instagram. You've got to be on Facebook. You got to have Twitter and yeah, you can probably throw Pinterest in there too. Um, so those are the four that I use, but Instagram was huge. I mean, it was the platform to be on. There's millions and millions of users, um, it's an easy platform. Uh, you just had to come up with a username, which was going to be the same as my blog, uh, to make it easier to find me. So I, I wanted to use it to increase exposure of my website because my website is the thing that I own, right? Like I, I bought the domain name. I pay for the firewall. I pay for, um, some of the uh, SEO services that I utilize. So it's an investment in my business that I own, that I have control over. Instagram's a free app and it's awesome and I love it. Um, but I'm using Instagram primarily to drive traffic to my website. So whenever I have blog posts that are go live, I almost always have an Instagram post that goes up to that directs them. Um, and it's almost like a little teaser on Instagram. Like the blog post will have maybe 10 photos attached to it, let's say. And then the Instagram post that promotes it has of course like one, maybe two, maybe it's a a swipe, you know, post, but I use it to, to drive traffic. And it is one of my biggest traffic drivers to my website. Pinterest is also very successful for me as far as that is concerned. But, um, I knew that I had to tap into that, that Instagram community. The other thing too, is that when you are someone like me, who is a blogger who works with other brands, um, they're looking for you on Instagram also. And you have to have a presence. You have to have, um, an authentic presence on there. You've got to have a track record of posting and engaging. And so that was going to be important for me too. So it was kind of a no brainer. Um, and for the the type of content that I create, Instagram is, is the best, right? Because it it's, it's all about photos and getting creative, creative, (laughs) getting creative with photos. Um, so I just knew I had to be on it. It was, it was like, I think maybe the day that I bought my domain name and set up my blog, I set up my Instagram that same day and just started looking for other people that were kind of similar to what I was doing similar content to mine and started following them. And then they would of course notice me and follow back. It's getting harder these days to grow on this platform, but, um, it's, it, it, it's a no brainer. I mean, you have to, you have to have it. 
Right. And you said something really smart right there that everybody should take note of that I've talked about before is about finding others that are kind of in your world and following them um, and interacting with them. You know, I mean, don't look at it as like just because they do something kind of similar as competition, like eh, there's room for everybody. Right. It's It's really good to interact with others in your industry and your niche and your in your world, um, because not only does you know, is it good to have these connections and learn from each other and all these things. But I find also, I mean, these platforms like that, like that kind of help. then, then you might be suggested more things that are similar. And then you might show up on someone else's suggestions because you're connected to so-and-so and you're in that, in that world. Right. Right. Absolutely. And sometimes I find people and other accounts that, you know, their primary focus is not the exact same thing that I do, but there's something about what they're doing that I like. And the biggest example is, um, there's an account that I follow. Um, and it's, it's like, I think it's at what W A T dot K I. And she posts pictures of her dogs and it's literally just a feed of dogs but I have dogs and I love dogs and I love seeing pictures of dogs. So I follow her because that just gives me enjoyment in my everyday life. Um, but I'm still inspired by her. I mean, her photos are beautiful. Um, she gets the lighting just right. So even though, you know, I'm not a dog blogger or, you know, a dog mom blogger, there's a whole bunch of of people that do that. Um, I'm taking away things from the content she's putting out there too, that not only just make me happy to look at, but they're, they're things that I'm like, Ooh, you know, I really like the mood of this photo that she captured with the shadow was doing this or, you know, whatever it is. I want to try and do that in one of my photos. I want to, I want to recreate that, but in a different way. Like I want it to be on brand for me, but wow, she totally like just got me with this picture. So I look at it that way too. You know, I'm constantly inspired by these people on Instagram, these other creatives, these entrepreneurs, other bloggers that are doing things that not exactly what I'm doing, but God, they're making just awesome content that I just want to, I want to take and make it in my own unique cathedrals and cafes way. Um, and so I'm just, I'm constantly inspired by that too. So yeah, I find people that are very similar to me. And then I also find people that, you know, I'm just like, wow, that's really cool. And I'll go into their feed and look at all their photos and go, God, they've just, they've just got this vibe that is just awesome. And, you know, I could maybe uh, learn a thing or two, you know, from that. Right. And it makes, it makes the whole experience genuine. I mean, like you said, you genuinely like her pictures because you really and truly like dogs. So it it all makes sense. You know, you're not, you're not following people and doing things and for some weird reason and so it's, you know, it's organic and it, right. it makes sense to you with your life right. and everything. So yeah, I'm with you. Um, so I want to talk about, I want to talk about your brand because I love it and it's, it's so solid, consistent, and it's honestly just beautiful. Like everything looks, beautiful, looks beautiful, but it also it feels beautiful and clean and crisp. And I just love it, which I'm sure you know all these things because I'm surely um, that was all your goal. But did you know from, did you know from the start, the vibe you were going for um, and really have it mapped out? Or did you kind of have to gradually get there over time? That's a, it's an interesting um, thing to think about because, um, well, first of all, thank you. I mean, I really, your reaction is exactly what I want people to feel, um, you know, when they, when they come to my Instagram or they go to the blog to feel that, that vibe that is, I always say like, everything is kind of just casually chic in my world, right? It's not, we're not over the top in, 
in, in being fancy, but you know, we're, there's a little bit of elegance in everyday life. Right. So, and I love that you felt that way. Um, when I first started, I don't think I had today in mind when I first started. Um, I'm not sure I really knew a hundred percent what I wanted it to look like. It was almost like I knew you kind of know what it want, what you want it to be, but you don't quite know how to get it there. And it takes this, like this organic path of getting there to figure it out. I mean, I was not as savvy with Instagram as I am now, even though I've been using it forever as just an everyday Joe Blow person. Um, you know, I wasn't thinking about it, how this world of creatives thinks about Instagram. There's so many built-in tools that you can take and manipulate and, and do really cool things or to create a mood. I mean, in my own personal photography, on my personal Instagram, I wasn't like trying to create this mood or build this brand. So it kind of took a mind shift of, okay, now I'm using this to build a brand. So what am I trying to say? What is the why of everything that I'm doing? Whether it's a feed post, a story, why am I posting this? What am I trying to say to my followers? And I think that takes time. I mean, even if you look at the best Instagrammers on the planet, which love them or hate them, the Kardashians are like, they just kill it on their Instagram game every single time. Kill it. It's true. They're amazing. But I mean, if you go back in time, you know, and you look at the, at the Kardashians, they have, they've evolved. They've changed. Their, their look has changed. Their vibe has changed. And I think that's an important lesson to learn is like, look, not everybody is born a Kim Kardashian overnight, right? She even became who she is now. So it takes figuring yourself out. It takes figuring out um, what it is that your audience is also looking for. You know, you start looking at what they're engaging with that you're creating and you, you start to find out, okay, this is, this is what, what people want, right? Give the people what they want. That's all they always say. Um, but you know, I just, I wasn't as savvy at, at Instagram, but also, you know, the app has changed over time too. I mean, right look at stories and what that did for the app. We didn't always have Instagram stories. You just had a feed of photos. I want to close out our chat with you kind of maybe addressing beginner bloggers or somebody that's restarting or maybe not even a beginner and just really, really wanting some words of advice. So, um, on, you know, on why you would recommend Instagram on any other top tips that you can think of something that was really helpful to you and effective that maybe you had to do it the long way and <laughs> learn, learn the long hard way, but maybe some things you can offer up some, some bloggers that could be helpful to them. Yeah. Um, first thing is just, if you're not, on, well, I mean, if you're not on Instagram for your business or your website or your products or whatever, your service you're offering, whatever it is that you're doing, you need to be on it. Um, because it's a community of people that is so big. Um, it maybe seems a little bit overwhelming, but it's not. I mean, you, you need to be connecting with people that are looking for you. You don't even know that those people are looking for you. Um, maybe they don't even know what they're looking for, but when they find you, you're it, right? So you've got to tap into that community. I have actually made real life friends over Instagram, And I mean, some of these people don't even live where I live, which is so funny. I mean, you, you find like a similar interest, you start just, you know, messaging each other, chatting over 
Instagram. And then all of a sudden you've got a friend, like a real live person. Right. So, I mean, everyone's real on there. Um, it, it, if anything, you know, use it as an opportunity to network or connect with other people. Um, because you never know. I mean, I made friends, like I said, um, I moved to San Antonio five years ago and I didn't know anybody here. And honestly, because of my blog business and Instagram, that's how I made friends. So, uh, it's amazing. So you've got to do that. Um, it's imperative that you're on it, especially as a business. I mean, I was somewhere over the weekend and I wanted to post on my stories and I wanted to tag the business because it was so cool. And I wanted to share it with everybody. Right. Because I'm like, if it's awesome, it shouldn't be a secret. And they did not have an Instagram. And I remember seeing her like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, how do they not have an Instagram? So I was like searching Instagram, trying, cause you know, sometimes they spell it differently or there's like an underscore in their names. So I'm like looking, I cannot find So I'm Googling like, you know, name of the business and Instagram, nothing. So I got really frustrated. I was like, why would you not have an Instagram? I mean, hello. I mean, you're a restaurant. I mean, why wouldn't you want like your food at least on there? So yes. you've got to be on there. I think it's like, the, um, because I mean, why wouldn't you want people to, it's like the easiest way to see exactly what you do. You can put your product on there. You can introduce yourself. You can get very intimate on there. It is, it's so much better and more informative, more informative, I think, than a website. I mean, what do you go to a website these days for to find out like what time they open? You know, I mean, but when I go to your Instagram, I can see like, wow, look what they did like last holiday season. This is so cool. Right. So you've got to be on it. Three words I have for beginners, especially when it comes to your business on Instagram is just consistency, authentic, authenticity, and engagement. You've got to be consistent. Um, I know you talked about that a couple of minutes ago. Um, I try to post at least every single day. I usually take weekends off um, because I need a little bit of a real life break. Um, but I try to post consistently every day. Stories for sure daily. Um, if you can't do a feed post every day, I think you've got to be on stories every day. It helps you get seen. It helps the platform um, understand that you're an active user. They can be found by others. Um, so I do that daily. Authenticity is another big one. Um, I would say, you know, to anyone who's just getting started, don't get sucked into things like comment pods or follow pods or loop giveaways or these secret giveaways. For a while there, they were all over Instagram and bloggers were doing them all the time. You know, Louis Vuitton giveaway and $500 this and whatever. That's cheating. I mean, I'm one of the few bloggers that will come out and say that's actually cheating. You're buying following, you're buying your quote unquote influence, which isn't real. Those are not, a lot of those accounts are not real. And if they are, they don't really care about your product or your service or what you're doing or what you're providing. Right. They're just there for a quick giveaway and then they're gone. So don't get sucked into that stuff. Just be honest, make real connections with other people. Right. And then what goes hand in hand with that is engagement. You have to engage. It's called social media for a reason. Be social, talk to people. And even if you're the shyest person ever, kind of the beauty of the internet is you can kind of be shy and still talk to people because you're not there face to face, right? <laughs> so you can kind of get over your, your, your social anxiety a little bit because again, you don't have to be in a big room with a lot of people. You can connect one-on-one -on -one with someone else, but you've got to be there. You've got to engage and it's free to do so. You can give a like, you can give a comment and it costs you $0. So 
that's one way to be supportive. And it's one way to show others that you're supportive and that they're going to want to come back and, you know, maybe reciprocate. Um, I have had followers that have followed me from the beginning that have always commented these really sweet comments and I end up following them back. They're not necessarily, you know, doing things that I am focused on in my world, but they're really sweet, genuine people. And, you know, I like to, to give them that follow back. So, um, just be consistent, be authentic, be yourself. Don't do what everybody else is doing. You're going to see a lot of the same thing. Um, especially in a lifestyle blogger world where I'm at, I see so many people just copying each other every single day and it's just boring, right? I mean, you you don't want your feed with the same thing all the time. So what do you end up doing? Just scrolling through. I think, you know, the thing too, is when you look at what some other people are doing on Instagram and you see that, Oh wow, you know, they've got 500,000 followers. So what they're doing must be it, right? Because they've got all these followers. So therefore I need to emulate everything that they're doing in order for me to grow like that. And that's not the way to think about it. You know, people want to be different people. I I know that I know it's kind of goes against what we always say about like, well, everyone's kind of got a group mentality and, and everyone wants to be liked and everyone wants to kind of do the same thing. But I think, I think, these days people are wanting to express themselves. They want to be heard and be seen and just being like everybody else out there, um, is not what everyone's looking for. And there are going to be people that are looking for you because you're a little bit different or you're just, you're just being yourself. Um, you know, it's, I, I do a lot of different things on stories where I I do like to use music on my stories. I know I, I love watching your stories because you're always the lip sync queen over here. I mean, you know, every, I think, you know, every word, every song ever written, um, you're just just doing an amazing job. Well, I think the thing is I try not to, you know, a lot of people use some of the same songs all the time on their stories. And, um, like what was the, the one, the, um, sunset lover, um, was on like everybody's stories. Right. And it's really catchy and really beautiful and I like it, but, um, it goes back to like what I was saying earlier, where I start to think about why am I putting this out there and what is this mood that I'm trying to create with this? And then I go after the music. I don't sit there and say, well, I want to play baby got back on here. <laughs> so, cause that's going to go, you know, that doesn't really go, you know, oh, I know I'm going to see Brittany on her Peloton jamming to that, you know? So, and that's cool. And it goes with that, but it wouldn't go with, you know, some of the stuff that I'm putting out there. So I try to be very conscientious of that. And sometimes, and here comes that, right. That self doubt we talked about a minute ago. Sometimes I think before I post it and I'm like, this music, I don't think anybody's going to like connect with this. Like it's not, it's not like I'm playing, you know, top 40, um, hits, you know, with this stuff. Sometimes I, I bring really old stuff in and, um, (laughs) independent artists and unique stuff that, that I just kind of find randomly. And I think people are going to think this is so weird, you know, (laughs) but then I'm kind of like, yeah, but it's fine. Like, it's cool that it's weird, you know, being weird is cool. So I put it out there and, and it's funny. I get people that are like, I love that song. You know, where did you, where do you find this stuff? I'm like, I just, I don't know. I just start looking around. I don't just settle on like the most popular thing or like what everybody else is posting or like the top hits or whatever. And again, I try to focus on what is it that I'm trying to do here? Like, how do I want this to feel when someone is watching this story? You know, what is the mood? What is the tone? 
Um, and then I go for music that sounds like that. So I love it. It's perfect. Again, just perfect flowing with your brand. Everything just goes together so well. You guys, you've got to follow Aaron seriously. Um, I think that's it for us today, Aaron. Um, thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, that's great. I want you to tell all the listeners how they can find you. So your website, social media, everything, plug it now, girl. <laughs> well, my website is cathedralsandcafes.com. And then you can find me on Instagram at cathedralsandcafes. And I have links on my website to all of my other social channels too. So I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, um, cathedrals and cafes for all of those as well. But I'm pretty much on them all. But yeah, find me on Instagram. Give me a follow. Send me a DM and say hi. Tell me that you uh, were listening to the podcast. And um, find me on uh, on the web too. Yeah, you guys, seriously, trust me. Find Erin. Take my word for it. Follow her, and then you can come back and thank me later. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Brittany. I appreciate it. Okay, that was so great. I hope you loved hearing from Erin. I hope you got a lot of value out of that. She is not only a really intelligent and um, and creative entrepreneur and person, but she's also really, really kind and really fun to talk to. And she loves wine again. So come on. I mean, we were we were meant we were meant to find each other again on Instagram. <laughs> um. Anyway, I I hope that you got a lot out of that, and I'm really thankful to. Aaron for being my very first guest on the podcast. So let's do this episode's social spotlight. Okay, you might have guessed it. Today's social spotlight is Cathedrals and Cafes on Instagram specifically. Since we talked so much about Instagram, I want to make sure she is on other platforms. She uses them and she's successful on them as well. But I really want you to go to her Instagram. So it's at Cathedrals and Cafes. And I want you to look at what we were talking about. Some of some of the things I was mentioning about her branding being so solid, um, you know, give her a follow. And so that way you're going to see her stuff coming up in your feed regularly and you don't have to remember to, to go back. You're just going to see it. Um, you're going to, you're going to see that not only are her photos that she posts in her main feed, beautiful and very consistent with her brand and you get to wear you know, you know, you know, kind of what her vibe is and you feel good about it. And it's just nice, but also her stories. We didn't get to go on and on and on much about stories, but her stories are absolutely incredible. I highly recommend checking out Erin's stories on a regular basis. They're always active. She's always adding to her stories and she's doing beautiful, creative things with them. And she's really using them to their fullest potential. Um, just, just watch her stories. You'll see what I mean. So it's at Cathedrals and Cafes. That is our social spotlight for this week. Okay, you guys, that's it for this episode. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go. Cause you know, I, I gotta get, I gotta get my, uh, my stretchy clothes ready for Thanksgiving. I gotta get my wine, you know, I've got to, I've got to load up and, um, and head, head to the family's house and eat a crap load of mashed potatoes and gravy and, and just be with the family. So I'm looking forward to it. I hope you are too. I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for listening to episode three and I'll see you next time.
That's it for today's show, y'all. Thanks so much for listening. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and TikTok. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production, funlovemedia.com. Bye.